What's up, music producers? What a what? Yeah. You're, we're already rejoicing on our end. We're back. <laughs> Y'all doing good? We're doing pretty good. Yep. Felt good. How'd you like the Super Bowl? Oh, interesting. Oh. I was rooting for Kansas City. Good. So you so got the victory. The boys bought one. But what about you? I thought it was good. Who are you? I thought the Eagles are going to win after seeing how many times they shut down the, the Chiefs offense and then halftime, your boy's ankle gets all twisted up. Right. I was like, oh no, it's over. Yeah. But dude, to me, like the last 10 minutes were exciting. A, a clinic in game management. A clinic. I'd never Andy seen. Reed was like, I hate the Eagles. I, I've never <laughs> seen them do what they did before. Like, of course, I'm, I don't watch a ton of football, but I've never seen them like spike the ball and like slow down, you know, get yeah, the clock going. I mean, it was. They worked it. It, it was like a play. There's some high, <laughs> high, uh, High level coaches and players out there, they know what they're doing. They know. Hopefully, all you're doing good. I'm Rome. This is Ray. Hey, hey. We're music producers. Ray has like five million Grammys under his belt. No, just three. <laughs> <laughs> so, it might be good for y'all to listen to this guy talk because he knows what he's doing. Yeah, but you got a viral hit. I don't. Got a little, a little music out there. Yes. Hopefully, all you're doing good. Yes. This is the Ford Producer Podcast. We are going to be talking today about collaborating. And the power of collaborating. The power of collab. Stop, collaborate, and listen. I'll get demonetized. We'll demonetized. We <laughs> you ain't go. singing it that good, Ray. Come on now. Ray thinks that his skill of singing is too good. I got skills. You know, I saw a dude that was doing. He was trying to get uh, Shazam or like the Google version of that to uh-huh. figure out what song he's playing on keys. Yeah, and he would get it. He'd be playing like some pretty big electronic songs, and it would say it's this the, song by so and so. Really? I, yeah. I thought it had to be the exact track no, in order for it to recognize it. That means he's playing it pretty close. That's pretty. That's pretty cool. He's playing it pretty close. Well, hopefully, all are doing good. We yeah. want to give you all a free gift. Yes. Called Industry Standard Productions, right there on the screen if you're watching. Forwardproducer.com slash ISP. Seven steps to level up your music production yes. game. Because it's a game and there's levels to the game. That's right. And it's been helping a lot of people. We're getting a lot of feedback from it. And people are digging it. And it's actually helping them yep. improve their production game. Yeah, let us know also. If you if you downloaded it or if you're watching it, let us know if it's helping you. That's right. Let us know if there's anything else you'd like to see on it. Mm. And we'll see what we could do. So mm. go check it out, fordproducer.com slash ISP. Boom. Industry Standard Productions. Speaking of industry, we have industry news. Yeah. We have a special tweet which i don't know if it's 100 percent accurate but the dude is verified on twitter Uh uh-huh and he is joe pompliano Pompliano. and he is talking about how apple they are sponsoring i guess that's how you say they sponsored the halftime show for 250 million for five years Mm -hmm. it used to be pepsi Pepsi, now it's apple oh right right i forgot it was pepsi Uh uh-huh so now it's apple yep which we were talking about earlier. It's like not even a lot of money for them, probably. <laughs> like no high ups had to sign off on that deal, probably. Right. No, right. But it's crazy. Two hundred fifty million for five years. The artist doesn't get paid. Doesn't get paid. What about nine. that, Ray Dog? Man, uh, and you know you're going to talk about it here in a minute. But I mean, there are a lot of benefits 
to playing that 15 is it 15 minutes right 15 minutes yeah 15 minute show in front of millions 50 million watching 250 watching but the the impact i think it's over a billion like like you know that's how many folks are actually watching it live but after that all the oh, impact yeah. stuff it could it could be easily in the billion so yeah. I mean, it's definitely a trade-off. Yeah, my wife sent me this. It's screenshots of this dude's tweets. Mm-hmm. So if you look up Joe Pompliano, I'm not sure how to how to spell his name, but you'll probably see him. He's verified, and he's talking about Apple Music. Yep. So go check him out on Twitter. But he did like a whole thread. We can and, read some of it. <clears throat> what? Yeah, we can read some of it. Yeah, I don't want to read. Ray had me want to read all this, but I don't want to read it. <laughs> I'll read a little bit. So the artist doesn't get paid, but they do get a budget. All they right. Get a ten to fifteen million dollar budget for their production, for production, yeah. for stagehands, et cetera, et cetera. Uh huh. And then it even says that some of the artists pay out of their own pocket. I think they said uh, the weekend paid like seven million out of his own on top of the ten to fifteen. On top of the ten to fifteen to get Jeez. his stuff out there. So that's like what twenty one, twenty two. Am I adding that right? Yeah, twenty. Yeah, the, the top end of fifteen. Yeah, plus seven. Man, that's a lot of money. So we could, we could probably call it twelve point five million if we're giving them a range of ten to fifteen right. plus their seven, so it's about nineteen million. Right, right, right. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. And they see it. They from what the dudes' uh, tweets were talking about, they say it's worth it on the back end for exposure and all this stuff. I yeah. guess Travis Scott's booking fee went up to like a million, where it was five hundred thousand before. Right. People getting like way more followers, way more engagement. Yeah, what uh, was it? J Lo and, and what's your name got three, three million after that. Yep, three million followers. <clears throat> yep, but dude, that's twenty one million dollars to get three million followers. I th- I, I'm wondering if there's cheaper ways to get three million followers. Hey, bust out a tour on them. But it is a Super Bowl, dude. It, it it's a am- dude. It is America. You go down history. It's America. Yeah. You go down history is playing the Super Bowl, and it's like forever known that you. You were at the, the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl, right? Exactly. Hopefully, nothing bad happened. <laughs> so you know that Justin Timberlake and Janet situation years ago. Right, like, right. That's right. what they're remembered for is that right. stupidity, and now it's like, uh, uh, what's going to happen this one? That's right. Rihanna crushed it though. She did great. I liked her show. Yeah, I preferred it better than the uh, the Snoop Dogg. Oh, I can't go there, bro. Why? God, dude, that was amazing. I, I, you thought the, it was good? I thought last year's was amazing. And here's another thing that uh, they didn't have. They didn't have any guest artists on this one. It was, yeah, it was just Rihanna. Rihanna. And I think that was a bit of a miss. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because collaboration. Wow. We're, talk, we're having to talk about collaboration <laughs> today, guys. What a coincidence. That was that's not a, planned. But honestly, I, I think that's what made last year so exciting. Yeah, so impactful is all those artists. Yeah, you got Dre, you got Snoop, you've got An, um, Anderson Pac, you've got 50 Cent, yeah, and then and then. Snake I like in. the look of Rihanna's better is what I'm saying. You know, the look-wise, what like I liked about it, it was vertical. Platforms. Yeah, it was very, very vertical. Very contrasty with the colors. As opposed to just, you know, flat feel. And it was bubble. one-sided. I guess it was one-sided for Rihanna's too, but. Dude, they were high, man. I can't imagine. I was scared for her. And she's pregnant apparently too. I guess so. Very interesting. Yeah. But yeah, go read that guy's tweets. Let's see if I can pull up anything else about his stuff that's worth mentioning. Yeah. Yeah, just the impact. Says two to three thousand part-time workers for that budget. Uh-huh. Uh huh. About people spending extra money. Hey, and let us know in the comments if you think it's worth it or not. 
We want to hear from you guys. Mm-hmm. Would you guys play the Super Bowl for zero money? But exposure? <laughs> but massive bill- billion people exposure. Yeah, they were talking about Rihanna wasn't paid, but Apple is uh, Apple TV is paying her several million for a documentary about the Super Bowl performance. Well, that that's a good trade off. She's getting paid. Yeah. She she she's gonna be all right. She's, her baby's she's gonna have some shoes. <laughs> some shoes. <laughs> Uh, oh, and then it, he also talked about like the uh, NFL previously asked professional dancers to volunteer. This is interesting, yeah. But then a contract got leaked about what was expected out of them, so it said like they required to attend seventy-two hours of rehearsal across nine days for Sheesh. free. For free, as a they volunteer. want they wanted you to volunteer. So now, how much do you think they pay? We're not going to let you all know how much you think that they uh, pay. You the know dancers. what? I would think that a dance about five hundred bucks a day. Mm, a lot lower. What? How much? Fifteen an hour. Oh my! Fifteen dollars an hour for those dancers? Yeah. That's a little. Come well, on, y'all. Hey, instead of getting volunteered really? into it, how much is the NFL worth? Billions? <laughs> I don't know. And you're only you're only going to pay the dancers fifteen. Well, hour? they had them volunteer before. They wanted them to volunteer before, but I mean, I get it, man. Leverage, leverage the Super Bowl, right? Yep, for sure. I mean, as a dancer, you can say, "I dance the Super Bowl." You might even be on the main screen because you know they did that one little like pill away effect. Yeah, it's like a dancer, and they go, Whoosh. So you could be on the front. You could be have a little screenshot of yourself on there. And there you go. That was me, kids, grandkids. Yeah, <laughs> my one, my claim to fame. I dance one minute of, or thirty seconds of fame. I'm sure a lot of those dancers though are like high level, and they've probably danced with. If you're dancing with Rihanna, you're probably dancing with a bunch of other artists, too. Yeah, and I'm sure most of the folks that were dancing with her might have been her own team. Probably to some extent. Yeah. That would, that would be smart. Which, if they were her own team, then they probably would have paid her, paid them. Yeah, maybe paid a little more than 15. Exactly. Womp womp. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so let's jump into the main talk. We're going to talk about collaborations. Collaboration. Stop. Collaborate and listen. Stop telling me to stop. Stop. Okay. So what's what's your take? Because we talked about it earlier. There's some principles with collaborating about yeah. one and ten x. So go Absolutely. I, I love right. That, that's my big thing with with collaborations. In fact, um, I think it should be like a litmus test. Like um, what I, I I know this sounds a little cheesy, but it's it's my little thing. Like one plus one equals ten. Mm-hmm. Um, it shouldn't equal two. If it equals two, then it's really not worth the collaboration. Mm-hmm. But if one plus one can get you to ten, um, to me, it's super worth it. Absolutely. And the real question is, how do you know it's going to be ten? Ooh. Which we could talk a little bit more about. That's a okay. trick question, but like <laughs> figuring out if you should collaborate with them. That's right. Which I heard uh, my brother says a lot, and I'm not sure where he got it from, but someone. Which is very. It makes a lot of sense with what he's saying is yeah. to know them to like them and to trust them okay yeah so it's kind of like yeah i know this guy he's been i like him we got good history because i could trust them with whatever so i know it's going to be a good thing right but there's no skill involved with that those three things that's true maybe that's maybe that's a fourth bring in the goods they got high skill level well listen right um you know in the entertainment industry we always would talk about track records Mm mm-hmm you know, like look at the track record. 
you know, look at look and see what they've done in the past. And if you like that, you may not like it. So it may not be worth you collaborating. Right. Uh, but, well, you know what? It come, goes back a little bit to um, how do you know when to take a gig? Yeah. Right? Very similar. Yeah. So that's that's good. So what was the first one? Uh, uh, the money, uh, the people. Yeah. And you then have the that music. two out of three. Yeah. That was, that music, was your right. thing. If, if you like the music and you like the people, but the money's not good, you should still take it. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's kind of the same thing on collaboration, man. If you like their music, what they've brought to the table, and you like them, you should probably go ahead and do the collaboration. Yeah, I think with knowing, liking, and trusting them, uh huh, you can't have one without the other with knowing and liking them, I don't think. Right. So I agree. Like, I like you, but I just met you. That's pretty rare. It's like... <laughs> Same thing with trust too, like yeah, you know. So it's a little balance, I guess. Right, exactly. Highly recommend having all three for yes, sure. Yes, that would be beneficial. And track record is huge as well. Yes, unless you're just starting off and you don't really have your own track record, I guess. Uh huh. Yeah, but but even even if that's the case, what you could do is uh, let's say do a a SoundCloud account and upload like ten tracks or whatever that you've that you've done. Sure, you may not have any streams or any of those type of things for track records but hey you know here's the soundcloud with the 10 tracks i've been working on yeah i did the programming for this exactly whatever. i did this this and that and they can check that out at least so that can kind of substitute for an actual track record yeah that's very smart yeah. and even to talk about like relationships how key that is mm-hmm. like oh yeah if you have a good relationship with someone collaborating with with them should be easy right like if you have history with them or whatever Mm -hmm. it's like okay we could do this i know we're both capable of yeah and a big thing is like with you with the jonas brothers Mm -hmm. like if you didn't have relationship with them it wouldn't be right it wouldn't be you as a writer on their stuff yeah i had a a long relationship with kevin the dad you know so you know years before Let's say our first collaboration together was on on a Michael W. Smith project. Oh wow! Um, I, I, I oh, got yeah yeah yeah. I was given the opportunity to co-write a track with Michael, and then I brought in Kevin because Kevin is a super strong lyricist, and I am not. Didn't you guys talk about that on his podcast? Yes, I think we did. Shout out the legendary podcast. That's right, Kevin Jonas Senior. Mm-hmm. Go check it out. Ray Dog is on there talking with them about that. I collaboration. am. Yes. So go ahead. You were about to say something. No, else. no, no. But, 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 but uh, I mean, you're exactly right. But prior to that, you know, um, I had a relationship with him and I had heard him write other songs and, you know, yeah. all, all those type, types of things. So I knew that, you know, when I brought him in on the Michael thing, it was going to be successful. Mm-hmm. And it was. It ended up um being actually one of the only up-tempo songs on the project mm. and it ended up going gold selling <laughs> a half a million records it might be close to platinum now so that's a uh, a good move that's right a great move i would say come on and i think a big thing too is like i, I believe y'all stories about you guys needed a chorus or something like that mm-hmm. and you knew that Kevin had the strength of writing lyrics like that so you brought him in right and that's huge for collaborating is knowing your weaknesses absolutely like being honest with yourself and saying oh man I'm, I'm really good at programming instruments but I'm not the best at writing a bridge right or, or a chorus yeah or or hey I'm, I'm great at making <clears throat> beats but 
I don't really I'm not that strong yet on recording vocals and right. recording actual guitars and all that kind of thing. Right. And so coming together, man, it could be huge. Yeah. I think the relationship to is key as far as the paperwork side. Mm-hmm. It's like it's we recommend you get it done before like what your agreement yeah. is yeah. to some extent. Maybe not 100% the splits, but right. we're going to write together and we're right. going to be fair with what the splits are. Right. But in a relationship where you know someone and they're almost like family, it's like, okay, we're going to write and then we could take care of this afterwards. Right. But that's not always the case, I guess, depending right. on the situation. Yeah. What'd you guys do with, with uh, Kevin and Michael Dunn? <clears throat> well, that uh, dude, I've been very blessed and fortunate. Not one of my collaborations on songs, and I've I've got credits with Michael, Israel Houghton, the Joe, the Joe Bros, you know, and a few few others. Um, I've never been asked for my publishing. I've never had to give up any of my publishing. Mm. So the splits are just, and then with, with Michael, he just split it three ways That's with fair. the Joe Bros. It's all evenly split. Like mm. almost every one of my big collaborations are evenly split. Are split, yeah, just evenly split. That's probably ideal. It's it's for sure ideal, and not always the case. So so who got thirty four? Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. You don't have to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> See, no, like if you're evenly splitting, yeah, for those that that might have went over your head, <laughs> right, there's three right. people. You got 33, 33, 33. There's one left. Right. Someone's getting 34. Yeah. If 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 I'm doing the paperwork on it, I, I'm, I'm getting 34. I, I, I did that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just for the work that I'm doing to put it yeah, in. Yeah. Look, I'm hitting this to register here. it with BMI. <laughs> I need your I need your your publishing ID number and putting right, it in. Exactly. I'm getting 34. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, with collaborating. Yeah. That's that's a huge thing too is being humble about it is yeah. like okay, I'm not great at this. Yeah. And you're great at that. Right. Cuz really when you when it comes to writing something, you don't want some like low level, not that good. You want the best of the best. So you're going to bring in someone that's strong at this. Right. Maybe you're strong at this so that it comes together and it could be a 10x like you're talking about. Right. And like, you know, shout out to Michael Levy Smith because I mean, it's always it's it's known that that his main thing is the music, mm. and he's he's worked hard over the years to really get great collaborators on, you know, the lyric part. So a big collaborator he's he's had over the years is Wayne Kirkpatrick. Mm. Uh, Wayne, uh, like in the early days, almost did all of his lyrics completely, like exclusively, almost. Mm. And, you know, of course, he's done some stuff with Amy Grant and, and other people, but. But um, yeah, man, Wayne is a brilliant lyricist. So you put a brilliant lyricist together with a great musician. You know what I mean? You get some fire now music. That's more. That's like one plus one makes twenty. Right. <laughs> yep. You know. So yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, and I've heard it said with like, do you want a piece of you have one? You want one whole grape, or do you want half of a watermelon? I want half. Right, so people that try to I just want to get cuts, man. Yeah, (laughs) I'll take a fourth. I'll take twenty. Yeah, let me just get something. (laughs) Right. Yeah, I think people like get a little crumb. Yeah, let me get a couple. How much for one rib? Let me get a couple chicken nuggets. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think early on you get prideful. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah. Well, see that that that's what I quite frankly, um, you know, Michael the Jobra. I mean, all those guys. You know. I mean, you you could argue that they could just take all your publishing, 
right? Mm-hmm. Or at the very least, say, hey, no matter what, I'm getting 75%. Y'all can divvy it up. Mm-hmm. But those guys were, were doing none of that. Mm-hmm. They, they were true collaborators. They, they really were caring about the music and taking care of people. And they're great people. Which is awesome. That's 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 a that's a blessing. Yeah. To be able to know like this person's legit. Legit. They're going to take care of me cuz yeah. I'm helping them out. Yeah, and Kevin Kevin with Joe Bros, they they were really good to me when none of us were anybody. So, it's good. Them good guys. Yeah, man. That's good to know. Yeah, anything else about collaboration? I think we hit some good stuff about, we did. you know, playing to your strong suits and helping other people, putting them in a place to be able to upgrade mm-hmm. with their strong suits. And here's the, here's the last thing I'd probably say about collaboration. Um, once you find a good collaboration, man, keep going. Like, like that's the Michael Levy Smith and Wayne thing. They probably have written a hundred, probably a hundred something songs together. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I, I forgot um, Elton John. It's it's the same thing with Elton. Elton is a great musician, singer, um, melody guy. Mm-hmm. But I think it was Bernie somebody. I, I can't remember. Bernie Sanders? No, no I don't know. It was, I, I forgot. Tell us if you know it in the same in the situation comments. though. Yeah, it's the same exact situation. So and then again, same same thing with Michael and, and Wayne. You know, Elton and this guy wrote hundreds of songs. Mm-hmm. So once you find somebody, man, keep going. Yeah, keep crushing. Yeah, keep crushing. Why stop? Why stop? The world needs some good music. You know, you've got, uh, you know, on the producer side, you've got Terry Lewis and Jimmy Jam. Uh, kind of older, but, you yeah, know, I don't know, with, with, <laughs> with uh, Janet Jackson. Uh, you have uh, Babyface, L.A. Reid, Babyface. Like My Prerogative with, uh, what you call it, uh, Bobby Brown. You know, so, you know, a lot the matrix who did um what's that complicated oh yeah but that did yeah the matrix i think they're like a three or four man production team oh wow yeah there's a lot of duo like monsters and somebody that that's more current mm-hmm. uh yeah duos you know what i mean so, you got dj Khaled. DJ Khaled. That's collaborating. He just got everyone. Yeah, because he doesn't program anymore. <laughs> so he has to. <laughs> He's an executive producer on that mug. Exactly. So so production-wise and songwriting-wise, you know, there's a lot of really good collaboration. And here's, a, here's some game for you all. If you have Spotify, mm-hmm. you go on the three dots, you look at song credits. Yeah. And the writers are going to have all the writers on it. Yeah. But typically they do. Yeah. So you'll see like... It's not if you're looking at a Drake song, you're probably gonna have like six Ten plus people. writers on right, it. Right, yeah. exactly. So go check it out. But it's a Drake song. Yeah. So and it, we're not talking about someone else's song. We're talking about Drake. So it's a good song. That's it's well right. known. Exactly, man. And all those writers are on there. So collaborating's huge. Yep. Do it. Do it. Do it. Um, the next thing is I have a story. Come on. Which this is the beginning to my. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> This is the beginning to my recording journey. This yeah. is like what sparked me to get into recording. So we lived in Las Vegas. We lived at, at a rental house. Me and my bro is my parents. And we had a friend who we called him our cousin, but he's a friend. Yeah. And he came over and we were in our garage and I was probably about 11 or 12. Yeah. And my brother and him were playing guitar and I had a talk boy. You remember a talk boy? No, no. What is, it? What is that again? It, it's from Home Alone 2. 
Uh-huh. Kevin McAllister has this little unit that he holds in his hand, and he talks into it and he records, and it has a little speaker at the back, so you can rewind it and play back what you just recorded through the little mic. Okay. So one track. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just a, it just has a mic and a speaker and a tape that you record, okay. and you can play it back. All right. And a headphone jack, so you can play the tape off of there. You can record over those tapes, too, <laughs> if you're not careful, Right. which I've done that. That's something but I do. We were in the garage, and we are just messing around, and they started singing like really random stuff. So I just had the talk boy, and I put it in between them and recorded. Uh-oh. And I was like, okay, it's recording. This is cool. They're just messing around singing dumb music. Yeah. And I played it back, and something in me was like, I just recorded some music. That is and was, cool. And I was able to play it back <laughs> on this little device. That's amazing. Dude, that's really cool. And you were 11? I was probably 11 or 12. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and that sparked me. Like, growing up, we always listened to music. My dad was big into, like, he had his car souped up. Like, he had a little tiny car, and it was souped up with, like, a killer sound system. Oh, wow. So we were always listening, getting into music and being at church and all that stuff, too, so... The little talk boy got me. I'd actually, I've been looking to buy one. They're not that expensive. I just kind of brush it off. On eBay or something like yeah, that? Yeah, I want to yeah. get a talk boy and just have it you in the studio or at home just to remind me. Your boys me, like, might like it. Oh, yeah, they'll love it. They'll probably <laughs> break it, though, but I'll just have to encase it and say, this is the beginning of Dad's recording process here. Don't touch it. Yeah. I'll get you your own, you know. Dude, that's awesome. See, that's my story That's a great story. It. Thanks. Getting started recording. That was your first recording. My first recording on tape. That's cool. Yeah, those of you who don't know what tape is, go look it up. It makes everything sound fat. That's right, fatness. <laughs> Come on, analog. We've Come had a lot of analog. discussions on analog around here. <laughs> so we have viewer comments. Uh-oh. This one is very interesting and controversial. Controversial. Okay. Yes. I don't know how to say that word. Yeah. Especially talking about halftime shows. So a few months back, we talked about um, was Creed the best halftime show. So this was taken out of our podcast when when someone commented, when my friends commented about um, Prince being a good halftime show. Yes. And I said, no, nah, bro, it's Creed, just joking around. <laughs> so Black Spring yeah. on YouTube, they came in whenever I, we said Prince and Creed, they said two of the worst bands ever. Whatever. <laughs> two of the worst bands. Come on. All right. In what way? They didn't say. All right. What are, what is your take? I know you have you have an opinion. Is, I agree on the creed. <laughs> so they are the worst band ever. Yes, <laughs> they are the worst. Yeah, are, are are your arms wide open right now? No, <laughs> now they are. Great, a halftime. They're not show. the worst. Creed. They're not the worst. They're that just was, not your cup dude, of tea, they, they Ray. Were a one hit wonder at best when that. No. Was, oh, they got multiple hits. Prince has been a massive music icon for decades. Yes, he is massive for decades. Compared that and comparing that to Creed, yeah, they had this, one record. This Joker said two of the worst bands. Yeah, ever. yeah, I don't agree with him. I don't agree either. I don't I agree, agree with him on Creed. No, I don't think Creed's the worst. Who do you? All right, who's the? We ought to look that up. Who's the? Who's worst the worst band? There's bands we don't know of that Super are the worst. Bowl. They're just they just said half bands time. in general. They're not saying halftime. They're saying the worst bands ever. Oh, Creed's not the worst. Then that that's even crazier. Out of the two, Creed is the lesser. Okay, I I was I was in the 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 frame of reference for the Super worst. Bowl. Well, they didn't play the Super Bowl. They played Thanksgiving. Creed. It wasn't Super Bowl. 
Well, that makes more sense. So maybe we should look up what was the what was our opinion the worst halftime show ever. Yes, we should do that. So there's probably a. And y'all tell us below. Y'all tell us. It has to be in our lifetime though, because we can't really judge on something. Well, do they have halftime shows in the fifties and the sixties? I mean, seventies. Mine. I was born in eighty-seven, so eighty-six and before that, I wouldn't know. Eighty-six. You don't remember because you were young, so it's like. Yeah. Maybe we'll go nineties plus. Yeah. Or two thousands. Yeah. That's a that's the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Creed was Thanksgiving. Creed Creed had two hits. That's it. Which is arms wide open, and then. What's the other one? <laughs> Bro, higher was a big one. Take me higher. He had a grip. Oh. You know, I'm I'm being defensive me, about me, Creed me, because me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a big fan of Creed, but Scott Stapp did an interview with Theo Vaughn. Sappity Sap. And that made me really like Scott Stapp. So I was like, okay, let's look a little bit. So their top one on Spotify is One Last Breath. I don't know that song. My Sacrifice. Higher with Arms Wide Open. But My only two prison. hits, though, bro. Just two hits. Prince, come on, man. How many listeners would you say Creed has on Spotify? Oh, my God, please. Uh, hopefully it's just 1,000. 5 million. Okay, what about Prince? Prince probably has like 35. Uh, Let's see. Yeah, I'm, I'm more of a fan of, of Creed just because of Scott Stapp's interview. I like what he's talking about. Prince has 10 million. So that's double. So he's twice as better than Creed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. I'd agree that. Me. <laughs> yeah, that's Creed. Shout out to Scott Stapp at the Ovon's podcast. I All right, it. Scott Stapp. Scott Stapp has been through a lot. Hey, if you he watch got the podcast, than me. So. Does he? Sort of. Yeah, well. Maybe. When you look at it, it's a big song. But yeah, anyway. Yeah, it's a big song. Yeah, that's their comment. Two of the worst bands ever. (laughs) I don't agree with two of the worst bands ever. I do think that there's some worst bands out there. I agree. But before we jump off, go check out Industry Standard Productions, forwardproducer.com slash ISP. It'll help you. You know, we're just here to help you all out, even with this podcast. Hope that this helps you out. Yeah. Let us know if it does. Email us, Raymond at... No, just kidding. (laughs) Let us know in the comments. If you like it, let us know. Hopefully, it helps you all out. And if you could do us a huge, 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 huge favor. Big. Subscribe. Yes. Which, by the way, Come get on. your horn ready, Ray. All right. Wait. Horn. Okay. Yeah. By the way, we just went over 300 subs on YouTube. Oh. You're, the, you're canceling us. <laughs> 300 subs on YouTube. Thank you, guys. We really Shout out to the subs. It. We are very happy that you guys are enjoying this content and so much so that you want to subscribe. Yep. And then what's our li- our viewership? So viewership, the non-subscribe is like 90%. Right. So we need you guys, you viewers. Tell them. Look in your camera right here. Tell them. Come on, viewers. Subscribe. Join us. Join the movement, the forward producer movement. If you're not subscribed, yeah. subscribe right now. What are you doing? Right now. Go subscribe. And then click the little bell icon. Get notified. Get notifications. Like our stuff. Give us a thumbs up. Hey, we're funny. We're too, we're funny. Yeah. If you don't like it on YouTube, hit the thumbs down twice. Why? What would that do? Take the thumb off. Thumb down off. (laughs) (laughs) But if you could rate, we're on Apple, we're on Spotify, Google, all the podcast player platforms. Yep. It'll mean a lot if you guys could rate us. 
if this is helpful to you at all, let us know by giving us a little feedback. That would That's be right. awesome. Let us know. But thank you all for tuning in. Absolutely. We'll see you all next time. Peace out. Peace. Let's not lose this love.